Yes, Dodge, you better make it work. <laughs> wow. Make it work. <laughs> Shoot, I like that. You like that? That's mm-hmm. that's uh, what is it called? That's the girls' night night girls' night mix. Do me a quick favor. Nah. Let, let's wind it back just to, for the very beginning of that with S. Dot, because you say something at the beginning. Oh. Hey, Check this, this is out. Chantel Sings of 89.9 KMOJ, and you're listening to S. Dot, the DJ. To all the ladies in the place with style and grace. To all the ladies That's in the my place. favorite part of that whole mix. <laughs> That's every mix. Every S. Dot mix, I'm on the intro of it. You know that. Yeah. <laughs> and he did that without my permission. Thank Uh-oh. you, S. Dot. I see a check coming. <laughs> Right, just like we got for Ron Harris, who's on the line currently right now. Good morning. Good morning, good morning. How you doing? All right, how you feeling? Feeling really good today, real good. He's a Minneapolis Chief Resiliency Officer, and I've got a quick question for you. We're talking about voting this morning, and I'm reading uh, information from the Minnesota Attorney General's office about private security firms being at the polls on the election day. As far as I can tell, this is an illegal act. Uh, is that correct, Ryan Harris? Yeah, that, that that's definitely against the law. You know, there shouldn't be paid security. Um, I mean, what we're calling that is voter intimidation. And unfortunately, we're seeing voter intimidation all across the country and in our own state, um, which points to the, to the importance, I think, of this election. So what should people do if I go to the election in my, my community, if I go to one of the uh, pop-up polling sites, what do I need to do if I see something like that, armed guards or people in uniform or people, you know, just trying to dissuade me in some way, uh, Mr. Harris, from voting? Now, I believe that the Secretary of State's office has a voter protection line, mm-hmm. um, a voter protection hotline that you can call. And let me see if I can find the phone number to share on the air here real quick. Okay. Well, while we're looking I can't find it, but if you go to uh, mnvotes.org, that'll, that's the Secretary of State's website. There should be all the information that you need to know on there. And, um, yeah, make sure you give them a call at the hotline. People are going to be working around the clock on both early vote days and on election day itself to make sure people uh, feel safe as they cast their votes. We're talking about voting this morning with Ron Harris, a chief resiliency officer from the city of Minneapolis. And is it too late to register? It is too late to register early. However, in Minnesota, you can register on election day. So if you just bring, you know, proof of address, uh, and that's it. You're, you're gonna you, you can uh, register to vote on election day itself, but it is too late to register early. So, what do you need to bring to uh, the poll if you want to register the day of the election? Uh, Minnesota is uh, fortunately not one of the states that you need to bring an ID to vote. However, if you bring your ID and a utility bill that proves your address, your current address, you should be able to register on site. Is it true that you can also bring somebody who can vouch for who you are? You can. So if somebody lives in your specific precinct, they can vouch for you, uh, vouch for your identity as well. So if somebody lives in your neighborhood, for example, they'll be able to bring you to the polls. Um, and if they vote at that same polling location, mm-hmm. they're able to then vouch for your identification. Right. And that's that's assuming that obviously they're already registered and everything. Gotcha. That's right. That's right. So that election protection hotline is actually 866-687-8683. So we found that. All right. So is there a special place where Minnesotans can register and vote on the north side of Minneapolis? Now, uh, you won't be able to register, but you can uh, vote early and also drop your ballots off early at a couple of different locations in Minneapolis. 
Mm-hmm. Um, the one I point people to the most central is probably downtown at the Hennepin County Government Center. Okay. You can vote early there if you're a Minneapolis resident. Uh, specifically for the north side, though, uh, starting on October 27th, there'll be another pop-up early voting location uh, at the Urban League um, on October 27th. Wow. So, um, what's also important too is that if you requested your ballot early and you just, you've already filled it out and you want to just drop it off, mm-hmm. uh, the city has also opened up two several drop boxes where you can bring your completed mail-in ballot to drop off. Uh, two of them on the north side. One's at the Urock parking lot and the other's at the uh, Victory Memorial Ice Arena parking lot. So in this, in this case, this is where you've ordered the ballot ahead of time. You've got it. You've uh, made your choices. You filled it out properly. You sealed it. And then you can take it to one of these drop-off points that you've just mentioned. Exactly. Exactly. Wow. So there are three ways that Minnesotans can vote, Ron Harris. You've shared that with us before. Do you mind going over those again? That's right. So the three ways that you can vote, you can vote from home by mail. Uh, by going online and requesting a ballot. They'll mail it right to you. You fill it out, and you can either put it back in the mail or put it in one of those early drop-off locations I mentioned. You can vote early in person at one of those two local elections offices, one, of course, at the Hennepin County Government Center, and then the other starting on October 27th at uh, the Urban League. And then the third way you can vote is, of course, voting in person on Election Day at your current polling location. And you can find that location on uh, mnvotes.org. We're getting texts about the uh, special locations where you can vote on the 27th. Can you share that again, sir? Yep. So the uh, the two locations you can vote early, um, you can vote now at Hennepin County Government Center. Um, and then starting on October 27th, you can vote at the Twin Cities Urban League. What does it, this election mean to you? What should it mean j- just to our citizenry uh, in general? What should it mean to us, the importance of it? This is the most consequential election, I think, of all of our lifetimes. Um, Never has there been so many crises going on at once and so many big issues to talk about, right? Healthcare is on the ballot. Environmental justice is on the ballot. Racial justice and voting rights are on the ballot, of course. How we deal with gun violence is on the ballot. How do we deal with, you know, creating a fair economy? How do we bounce back from this pandemic? There's so many big questions on the ballot. And I think there's one administration and one environment where all those issues are made worse, and there's another environment where we have a chance at um, positioning ourselves for some success here. You know, I have to push back and challenge you just a little bit. I remember in 2016 they were saying that this is the biggest election of our time because we could elect a woman. I remember back in mm-hmm. 2008 they said this is the biggest election of our time because we could elect a black person and right. so forth. Aren't all of these elections actually big, Ron Harris? Absolutely. I think I think all these elections are big, but I think that they're consequential for different reasons, right? The challenges that we were facing in 2008 and 2016, unfortunately, pale in comparison to the challenges we're facing in 2020. And I think identity is very, very important. I think we have an opportunity to elect uh, the first black woman in the White House. Mm-hmm. And also issues are important as well, right? Um, we want to, People don't live their lives based on identity alone, right? We're impacted by things like inadequate access to affordable housing. We're impacted by things like an unfair economy that most of the money goes to the folks who already have money. We're impacted by when people try to take away our health care. And so when all those things are happening, yeah, every year we say it's, it's the biggest election of our lifetimes, but the stakes keep increasing. I have a question really quick, uh, Ron. For the um, the voting from home by mail, is there a deadline that you can request a ballot? There is... Uh, I. 
I think there is a deadline. I'm not sure when that deadline is. We have not passed it. I know that for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but here, here's the deal. I would go online. I would request a ballot anyway. And mm-hmm. if you don't receive it in time, you still have the option to show up on election day itself and vote. Right. Or even if you mail the ballot in and you're tracking it and you're not you're not you're not confident that it's going to be counted. If you go and vote on election day, your mail in ballot will be canceled and they'll count the ballot that you cast on election day itself. So there are a couple options in case you missed the deadline. We love options around here. I swear. Yes, we do. <laughs> you have a final thought for us this morning, Ron Harris. And in case you don't know, he's the he's Minneapolis's chief resiliency officer. A final thought for us this morning with regard to voting. The final thought is this, you know, we have, and I mentioned this last time we had a conversation that we have incredible power to shape the future of our democracy and that you talked earlier about people showing up at the polls to intimidate voters Mm -hmm. and there's ads all over the place with misinformation and people trying to convince us that our right to vote isn't important. But if our right to vote wasn't important, they wouldn't be spending billions of dollars to convince us that it isn't. And although voting is not going to be the one thing that, that saves us, voting is consequential voting is part of the recipe for how we create a better world so don't leave any power on the table all right well said sir can't thank you enough for being with us you know uh, we were talking in the green room warm-up that uh, you're a part of our uh, morning team sir <laughs> hey I'm, I'm always happy to join you guys on the morning team that's an honor to have the conversation with you guys it's an honor to be with you thank you so much thank you ron thank you 21 minutes past the hour of 8 o'clock. Another member of our morning team is Larry Fitzgerald.